Life with Kim Gerber With real topics Affecting you to take your life further Your amazing life There's so much to say Living life one day at a time It's all about today Your amazing life Your amazing life Your amazing life Body dysmorphia and how it affects people's lives. Welcome to Your Amazing Life and thanks for being here. We discuss tools and tricks to create amazing life in this podcast. Now, there are a few powerful ways you can support us. Go ahead and subscribe and leave a rating and review and it leave your top takeaways. Also interact with the community on the Facebook page. Next, be a hero to your friends and family and share it with them. And then lastly, go to anchor.fm and sponsor it. Your support makes a massive difference. Check out the show notes for links to the subjects we discuss. And if you have any topics you would like me to address, just put them in the private Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash your amazing life podcast. I want to give a couple shout outs first to my follower, Elena, and to my Indiana tribe. I appreciate them for growing and sharing the podcast with their friends and family. Now, let's get into your amazing life. Okay, so we spoke a little about this in episode 219. Let's start with a couple real world examples of when and how this starts. So I just saw this video. It's been around for quite a while. The video is of a four-year-old getting her hair done, and she tells the hairdresser, quote, I'm so ugly, unquote. Now, it's not uncommon for body dysmorphia to start this way or at that time. The hairdresser tries to tell the girl how beautiful is she is. The young girl has so much energy tied up in the message that she's not pretty or not enough. Now, body dysmorphia can start at any age, really. And in fact, this young girl had most likely had these thoughts more times before she ended up saying it. Now, the crazy thing about body dysmorphia is there is no reality to it. Uh, Ariana, this young four-year-old girl, already had a preconceived idea about beauty and her. And her ideas and her looks did not match. And that's why she felt that she wasn't beautiful. Now, I get it. I felt this way about my red hair as a child and then my weight as an adult. My sons both have my build, which means they are skinny. Even when I worked out, I did not get ripped. I did not get this big chest or well-defined muscles. You might say, I'm wiry. One of my sons wants to be buff. He's a dancer and he wants to have the hard, well-defined muscles. The bottom line is he doesn't look like the way he wants to look. There are many actors and actresses, many of whom we watch and most of whom have problems with body dysmorphia. If you question this, look at the ones that are constantly having plastic surgery, tummy tucks and whatever done. Now, some of the stars even come out and talk about these problems. Now, we talked about a few stars in episode 173 and some of the things they had gone through. 
the bottom line is body dysmorphia can start at any age and be based on any part of your body. Okay, so where does the evidence come from behind these thoughts? The truth is that there is no evidence. The focus is based on a perceived defect or flaw in one's body. But when you have a body dysmorphic disorder, you intensely focus on parts of your appearance and image. People suffering from this take it to the extreme. Think about how many times you look at yourself in the mirror each day. Are you seeking out cosmetic fixes or procedures to overcome perceived flaws? Do you look for reassurance from others about how you look? Do you fixate on your face, your nose, wrinkles, hair, breasts, skin, muscle tone? All of these are dysmorphic ideas and they have no evidence in reality. All of these ideas continue to grow and they can start to appear in experiences. Uh, Things like eating disorders. There are eating disorders like anorexia, binge eating disorders, and there are four other feeding and eating disorders. There's a lot of different ways it can show up in your life. Dysmorphia can also play a part in depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder, substance abuse, behavioral health issues, and disfigurement due to repeated surgical interventions. Now, I'm sure you can think of people in the news that have suffered from at least one of these. It's not hard to see how one can go from being preoccupied with the apparent flaws your body has to being on this list. Now, these problems are very common. In fact, there are more than 3 million cases per year in the U.S. alone. This is another one of those difficulties that there's no lab test for. You can't take and have some blood taken and find out whether or not you have this. If body dysmorphia is left unchecked, the list of complications is serious and deadly. I have talked with you about the importance of nutrition in many of our episodes. Now, I have found a clinically proven product that I drink one packet a day, and it gives my body all the micronutrients that I need. This is an all-natural product that you will just love. The packet is filled with superfoods and all their nutrients. Best of all, it comes with a 100% money-back guarantee, so there is no risk. Many doctors are now recommending this product. Start your day like I do with this packet of nutrition. It will change your life. You're going to want to try this. Go to Ken gerber.kayani, K-Y-A-N-I.com. So K-E-N-G-E-R-B-E-R.kyani.com. Then if you would like to become a business partner, go ahead and contact me. Join me in having Kayani each and every day to improve your health. All right, so we have been discussing body dysmorphia and how some of us look at our bodies and concentrate on particular flaws that we perceive. And it can be any part of our body, our face, our muscle tone, weight, or something smaller like a scar or wrinkle. We talked about how it affects some kids as early as four years old. We also talked about how 
This has no part in reality, just perceived ideas of what our body should look like. We then talked about the number of problems that come with this thought process, eating disorders, depression, and the like. Body dysmorphic thinking is a large problem in the world today. Now, body dysmorphia is based on the thought of how others view them. So it's about the fears that you have, the fears you fear the thing you believe others will see in you. It is a good practice to include things like journaling, breathing, and meditation to overcome these. Your ideas, once written down, will be observed and will be more easily able to move through you. Once written down, you might be able to see how the view you have accepted or and just perceived and that it is not real as you originally gave it credit. You also might find that it just makes no sense at all. Rid yourself of things that cause you to have low self-esteem. If clothing doesn't fit well, donate it. If friends or relatives bring you feelings of not being good enough, put some distance between you and them. You may be comparing yourself constantly with others. You may set unrealistic goals for yourself. Instead of trying to set up outcome-related goals, make better choices on what you eat. Eat less processed foods, more fruits, more vegetables. Eat with mindfulness. Take small bites and chew with purpose of experiencing the food and the experience. Instead of spending hours in the gym, walk or ride a bike two or three days a week. As you make small changes, they will have lasting effects. These small changes will also be easier to maintain. Now, next, tell yourself, uh, make sure you change the story that you tell yourself. Change the parts that are stored in your muscle in your cells. Change that story. Your story is what is creating the belief you have about your body. You have the power to change your thoughts, change your behaviors. The behavior you have adopted are the ones that keep you feeling the things that you feel. Explore the difference between self-improvement and extreme or obsessive behavior. Are you feeling obsessive or extreme? What is the outcome that you are looking for? So get to know you. What are you feeling? Are there other things bothering you? Do you have problems with anxiety, depression, insomnia, or substance abuse? To treat body dysmorphic disorder, you have to get in touch with the real you. You will need to overcome any underlying conditions. It's important to know not just what you feel, but why you feel it. You need to begin to see yourself as you really are, the amazing, beautiful person that is in there must be seen by the eyes in your head. It will not matter what others see until you can different, differentiate and interpret the information coming through your eyes in a different manner. If you are tired of suffering and beating yourself up, if you have extreme thoughts about how you, quote, should, unquote, be, if you want to struggle less and enjoy more, if you want a truly amazing life that is more connected and complete, you need the You Have Value program. If you are willing to make some changes, be kind to yourself. 
I would love to help you create who you are actually capable of becoming. Contact me at Ken at creatingyouramazing.life. Now, next time we're going to talk about do results matter if you don't put in the effort. All right. I want each of you to know I appreciate each and every one of you. I'm grateful that you're with me today so that we can develop this friendship. You mean a lot to me. You have overcome some really tough things to get here. Like I said at the beginning, if this message has been helpful, there's a few things you can do to help. First off, share it with a friend or family member who may need to hear it. Sponsor it. If you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. Also join the Facebook group. Or you can set up time to talk with me so that we can discuss how you can use these tools and others to get to your amazing life.